The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, featuring your hosts, Forbes Riley and Charlie Fusco. In our program, you'll receive the tools you need to live a healthy and successful life, not to mention a fun one. Now, here are your hosts, Forbes Riley and Charlie. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie. Charlie, this has been an amazing week. I'm finally back in Florida where it's sunny, and I have to tell you, happy to be home hugging my children. Well, I'm glad we start every radio show with how great the weather is. Wherever you are, it seems to follow you that sun because I'm still freezing in Philadelphia, so... Oh, well, that's so funny. Well, I just have to share quickly, I had an amazing time in Los Angeles. I helped raise about $300,000 at an event that I hosted to help educate children around the world. My girlfriend is at the moment focusing on a town in Africa. She's already built 16 schools. I did raise $300,000 with the help of amazing spiritual leaders like Michael Beckwith, Bob Proctor, and the guy who wrote and created Chicken Soup for the Soul, Mark Victor Hansen. Great. Yeah. So I have to say I feel very good about myself and truly spreading the good life. And, you know, it's interesting because it really focuses for me on children and what the value of education is. Such an important thing these days. Well, I think it affects all of us. You know, we think very personally about how our children need to be educated. But every time you go to a store or try to hire somebody, you realize that their quality of their education is totally going to affect your business, your interactions, your experience on every level. So it's really important to educate children in so many ways. I completely agree. And it's there's a lot of hot debate across the country right now about the value of education and when kids should start learning and where we should put our educational funds. So I know that's a could be a whole show topic in itself. Well, you know, our first guest today, one of the things that I'm most intrigued about him, aside from being an Olympic gold medal gold medal winner gymnast, I can't say all those words, so much <laughs> education, a lot of titles there. But he's also a father of five. And I know we're going to touch on that because I think the evolution of going from being, you know, an Olympic gold medalist, what, it, what does it take to get to that part of your life? How dedicated do you need to be? And then obviously the transition, because I think a lot of us are having issues with that part of our lives now that we're getting a little bit older. So everyone, please give a very warm welcome to my good friend, Mitch Gaylord. Hey, Mitch. Well, hello, Charlie. Hello, Forbes. It's good to be here. Now, where are you calling us from this time? You are. I am in Texas right now, and the wow. weather here is also sunny and beautiful, about 83 degrees. Good. Rub it in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> poor people in the Northeast are still suffering. All right, so, Mitch, I want to get right into it, because you've done something that a rarefied group of people have ever done, and that's to achieve a gold medal in the Olympics. So tell us, just remind us about that time of your life and what it was like. Well, it was... Uh... An incredible experience, as you might imagine. It was in the 80s, and that always cracks me up how long ago it was because in many respects it does feel like it was yesterday uh, when I was competing out there. 
Um, and then, it, and then when you say Mitch has five kids, then I realize, wow, I have lived a, a pretty complete life after the Olympics. So uh, it just depends how you look at it. But overall, it was just an incredible, incredible experience. And as I get older, um, the more I look back at it with, uh, with a great, great feeling. So let me ask you a question. Your success as an athlete, is it how hard you trained, what you ate, or the fact that you're just genetically wired that way? Well, I think it's a combination of all those things. Uh, I think I watched a lot of people on the genetically wired part that, that had the talent, but they lacked the other part, which was the dedication and the determination and, and the strength of will to get there. Uh, and then there was other people, uh, like my good buddy Peter Vidmar, who was my teammate uh, at UCLA and on the Olympic team. He was not one of the most naturally gifted athletes by any stretch, but that guy worked so hard, and, and he emphasized what he did do well, and that became uh, kind of his signature out there. Uh, for me, I was a pretty naturally talented athlete in gymnastics, so I feel very fortunate about that. But I also, you know, over the evolution of the 12 or 15 years that I trained, I had to learn how to become more disciplined and more focused and really do the things that I didn't always want to do, uh, and that kind of got me to the higher levels. Which brings up an interesting point, because Charlie and I debate about this all the time, that word discipline. So can you go back and just, I'm curious, what kind of discipline food-wise and workout-wise, and even mentally, what did you have to do to keep in the game for 12 years? I think, uh, I would say 90% of it is, is, is the mental component. I really, really believe that. I think uh, if you're not focused uh, on where you're going and really... Um, understand the power of the mind and what you need to do with that in order to get there. Um, people that don't have that just aren't going to make it. And, and you, you hear it all the time, especially with athletes that, uh, that choke in the bigger competitions. Uh, their talent is obviously at those levels. They put in the work that um, they should be there, they should be winning, but something's missing, and it's always the mental component. It's always the, the belief in oneself that they should be there. Uh, it's, it's the lack of focus by watching other competitors instead of focusing on what you need to do there. All those things you learn along that journey uh, over however many years it is to get to those top levels, and you learn that you know, when you're out there competing, it really is a mental game, and you have to be on top of that and, and really understand uh, what you're doing out there and, uh, and how to do what you came there to do, and that's the key. Because like you said, for every, anybody can put the work in and have the discipline, but if you don't have that mental component, uh, once the pressure hits, it's just not going to work out for you. Where did yours come from? Did it come from your parents, from things you read, or is it something that you just brood on your own. That was my question. Where do you get all this mental focus? I think it's uh, a lot of trial and error. I think it's a lot of, of raise in the, ra the way that you were raised. That was a hard one to get out. But yes, my parents did instill a lot of belief in myself, you know, by, by telling me how much they believed in me and the fact that I could achieve those goals and could make my dreams a reality. That, that goes a long way. What were mom and dad uh, Gaylord like? I mean, what kind of parents are they to instill that in you? Well, I think the main thing my mom and dad are all about is their family and is their kids. And, you know, my, it's a very typical family, you know, very middle class. Um, uh, basically, it was all about, you know, picnics on the weekend and going to the park and enjoying family. And uh, so I, I always had that sense of uh, security with that. That always felt great to me. Uh, but I remember showing my mom a picture 
uh, in Gymnast Magazine when I was first starting out, and the guy on the cover, uh, who was Kurt Thomas, I don't know if you remember that name, but he was kind of one of those people that I looked up to when I was coming up the ranks, and I said, wow, Mom, check out this guy's incredible you know, strength. Look at this, you know, because he was doing a V-seat uh, on the floor. And my mom looked at me, she looked at the picture, and she said, you know what, honey, I can see you on the cover of that magazine one day. And it's those little things like that, you know, that just give you that confidence that uh, that you do need as you're, as you're going through the ups and downs of any sport. Oh, I just got chills up my arms when you said that because she that's such an innocent, wonderful thing. But so often you hear parents who instill negative things, and I think that comes from their own sense of insecurity. And it's so easy to pass on a negative. And you remember that one comment that she said, what, 30 years ago, 40 years ago? Yeah, something like that. And and you know what? My parents knew nothing about the sport of gymnastics when I started it. They basically, I had so much energy as a little kid that I would, um, you know, be bouncing off the walls and literally jumping off the roof pretending I was Superman. And my, my mom said, we have to find a sport for this kid, you know, with all this energy. And she found trampoline. That's how I started. It wasn't really gymnastics. It was a trampoline course that was offered at the local um, Community Valley College. And once I got there and once the coaches... I uh, saw my, um, I, that's what I'm talking about, that natural ability. I was able to flip and twist and know where I was in the air. And they said, you have to be a gymnast. This is, you know, one of those skills that you need for this sport. So that's how it all evolved. So tell me, we've seen these movies on TV about other Olympic athletes and their sort of coming of age story. And you go back to the discipline. And I just remember, you know, the, the real famous movie about Nadia Comaneci and how she ate, you know, nothing for months on end and she practiced 17 hours a day and to the point of exhaustion when you first were going for that gold did you have to learn healthy discipline did you go through uh different phases where you were extreme with your health and your mental discipline or well i would say that my journey was not typical of of most gymnasts that go to the olympics i think most gymnasts you know you have that that whole connotation of, you know, being plucked at four years old and put into a program and being disciplined and, you know, eat, sleep, and think gymnastics all day long and, and have that kind of discipline. And, uh, that's not how it happened for me. Mine was kind of over uh, a longer period of time where it kind of just, uh, the motivation grew and grew and grew, the discipline grew and grew and grew, and the goals um, became bigger and bigger and bigger the more I got in it. So I didn't start out thinking I was going to the Olympics. I started out because I loved doing gymnastics and I had a great time doing it. And that's really, you know, when I talk to kids and high school students and junior high kids, that's one of the things I emphasize most. If you don't love what you do, you're not going to be successful at it, especially in a sport. You know, when parents push their kids into gymnastics at a young age because you know, like you just brought up for us, if, if there's something off there, their insecurities or they're living vicariously through their kids, it's never going to turn out good. You know, the kid grows up and resents the parents for doing it, and they didn't enjoy the process or the journey. So for me, I enjoyed it every step of the way. I started at 12, uh, which is kind of late, and uh, I would say by the time I was 17 or 18 is when I really kicked it into high gear and I knew I wanted to go to the Olympics. So that happened really late for me, and I, I never burned out as a result. I saw a lot of uh, athletes burn out at those uh, higher levels because they started too young. It was too intense for them. That's pretty sad. You know, it's interesting. I I know we're going to take a break in a minute here. 
there's a book out called The Tiger Mom, uh, which talks about a, a Chinese mom and her discipline that she drives her children to the point of extreme, you know, and one of them is, I guess, a violin player and the other was raised, whatever it was, that, but it, everything was just so very intense every day. And so when we come back, I know that I want to talk to you about your personal relationship with your children and what you push them into, because I think for all the moms and dads out there, especially Charlie and me, this is a very interesting time, you know, raising children and do they, there's so many things available to them. Do they play piano, do violin, take acting class, do baseball? It's like, oh my gosh, I have no time left. I'm a constant driver. I agree. Right. I have three children and I'm not quite sure who raises the third one. I gave up after two. But <laughs> Mitch, before we go to break, I'm curious, did you plan five? Was, was that you always wanted a big family because you came from such a family-oriented background or did that just sort of evolve? It evolved. It evolved. I never set out to have uh, a huge family by any stretch, but um, it's a long story <laughs> how it all happened. But uh, we can go into that after the break. <laughs> That's a great lead-in. All right, we'll be right back with more here on The Good Life with Forbes, Riley, and Charlie. Stay with us. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles, so your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right, this incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085, 800-731-1085, and just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one, but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. 
John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back, everybody, to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie. I love doing this show. I love the chance to put on my suspenders and pretend I'm Larry King and interview some of the greatest people in the world. And today we have got Olympic gold medalist and dear friend of mine, Mitch Gaylord. So we're we're talking about children. So it's funny because I luckily got inducted into the National Fitness Hall of Fame this last year. And then my husband got inducted. Thank you. I'm very excited. And it really came down to how much I've pushed health and fitness to the public and what I've been responsible for. And then my husband got inducted into the high school football hall of fame. He went to Notre Dame and I said, you know, we don't have to live through our kids. We're pretty, we're pretty good right now. <laughs> but I, I'm curious, how do you feel? You've got five children, three older, uh, 14. How old are the older ones? 14, um, 16 and 17 are the older three. And then uh, my wife and I just had it. We won't, not just, but he's eight months old now, and we have uh, a two-year-old as well. How and what is your experience about pushing them into sports? Do they feel any pressure to be like dad? Well, um, not the younger two. They have no clue who I am or what I do. <laughs> Other than that, I'm daddy. Um, but the older three, they uh, they tried gymnastics, and it, it wasn't really for them. And and my whole feeling, you know, for for kids is that they let them guide you, you know, expose them to lots of different sports and activities, and and see where they take you, and see see what they gravitate towards. And if they if they exhibit a passion for a sport, then obviously, you know, the parents' role I think is to nurture that and to put them with the right coaches that have similar views of of how to uh, to coach an athlete in a healthy way. I think that's the job of the parent is to find the right environment for their kid uh, and nurture it. Did you see any horror, I'm sorry, did you see any horror stories from parents when you were competing? Of course, of course. And, um, you know, I guess it's, it's not always good to generalize, but if you look at, I'm going to do it anyways, if you look at female figure skating and, and women's gymnastics, those are the two sports where you see it the most because, you know, every, not every parent out there, but I think a lot of parents out there would love to see their, their little their little girl reach that pinnacle in their sport. And, um, you know, with that comes a lot of pressure on the kids. And sometimes the kids are put in programs that are only about that, you know, winning at all costs. And to me, I mean, you brought up that book that I haven't read it yet, but I heard about it. Um, And that's kind of along what I'm saying right now is that, you know, success is not just the achievement. You know, success is a well-rounded individual, especially a child who goes to the top and is able to make the transition to life in a healthy way because they actually are not just defined by that accomplishment. There's a lot more to it than that. And I I think parents who push their kids to succeed 
and that's the only, you know, way the kid gets approval in life. I mean, that's just not right. You know, the kid should be, should have that as a given the kid, you know, that, that's, that's where you see the problems where you see the kids trying to please the parent and that's the way they're going to get the approval. And that's just not right. There's always two extremes. Um, you know, you just mentioned sort of the overachieving parents and, and how hard it is to, that you can push some kids. But you also mentioned that you do a lot of lectures and speeches at high schools. One of the things that I find that seems different from when I grew up was how unmotivated uh, teenagers seem these days and, and just sort of how jaded almost at 14 and 15 they are. Do you see that when you go out and speak, that there's this sort of big spectrum of highly achieved uh, you know, teenagers and then these other ones that seem to not be able to get out of sweatpants? Yeah, yeah. What you're talking about are, the, are the, exactly the two extremes, you know, the ones that are completely driven and then the ones that have kind of thrown in the towel and, and just don't do anything. So, I mean, life is a balance and you got to find that balance uh, when you're pursuing success and when you're pursuing a goal, and, uh, and you know, especially in sports and actually in anything. But it's all about balance. That's the whole thing. Do you remember growing up? Because I know I was uh, telling my husband the other day, Friday night at the mall where we live is where all these kids go to hang out outside of the mall and just do nothing, and they're dressed in sweatpants and T-shirts. They look terrible, like they just rolled out of bed. I remember going to the mall Friday nights, and you were dressed to the nines. You were in packs of girls looking for packs of boys. It was a very formal event. You would do things, like actually go out to eat or have a movie or something. And these days, the same thing is these kids are basically just hanging out in their pajamas. Do you, do you have any idea or any opinion as to why there's been such a, a shift in our youth from way back when to way back now? Um... I'd like to blame it on technology. <laughs> I'd like to blame it on the couch potato factor as far as people, you know, sitting behind computers and not, not really going out and, and playing because they're connecting with friends, you know, via the Internet and, and all other sorts of ways. Um, but I, I don't have an answer to that. I, I really don't know. I, I mean, looking back at my youth, um, I didn't get out that much because I was, I was so focused on the sport of gymnastics and working out so that when I got home, it was all about, you know, having dinner with the family and doing whatever homework I had and kind of crashing because I was so tired. So I, I think when people get motivated by a goal and they have a purpose for achieving that goal, then they're not as likely to just go hang out at a mall in their pajamas. You know, I, I think it's about being passionate about what you're pursuing in life. And, uh, and that's something that, you know, as a parent, you know, you definitely want to try to instill in your kids. Well, and that works, but that works for all of us. And I, I also now want to touch on the passion for life because being a parent is one part of all of our lives, which is great. But the other thing that's really bugging me lately is this transition from what you were to what you are now. And I think we've all going through that. You know, one of the things I tell people, they shouldn't peak in high school because it's really dangerous. There's nowhere to go but down. And I love the fact that I was kind of nerdy in high school. But I am feeling I kind of want to wave the flag of going, hey, I was this and I created that. And people go, we don't really care what you did. It's what are you doing now? And how have you kind of dealt with that adjustment? Well, you know, at 23 years old, uh, I was in the Olympics. That's when it was. So that did feel like a pinnacle in life and like, uh, you know, okay, now what do I do? You know, I just hit something really big in life. Does, you know, where do you go from here? And that was one of those weird uh, transitions that have kind of, I mean, in all honesty, that's one of the things I deal with to this day, you know, and, and, I, and I always go back to 
um, the path to get to the Olympics because that's what that's what made my life. Um, how do I say? I, I felt like I was living at a high level because I loved what I did every day that I woke up, and I had that drive and the passion and the purpose to go towards that goal. But when the goal is over and when it's accomplished, um, you know, you do have to replace it. You do have to find something else that, again, motivates you and drives you towards wherever it is that you're going. And I and I constantly deal with that. And sometimes I look back and I say, you know, nothing, nothing in my personal pursuit of success makes me feel the way I felt as an athlete going for the Olympics. But uh, other areas of my life, obviously I have major fulfillment in my marriage and in my family and, and that type of thing. But, yeah, I think the key is, as Forbes, is to find what it is that, that drives you and, and makes you feel passionate and purposeful, and that's the key. I guess I should ask you what is the latest for Mitch? I mean, actually, I, you know, I, I do know a little bit, and I don't know if you guys have seen, but one of the ways that we connect was through the world of infomercials, and which I still think are a dynamic way. I, I don't think people quite realize what we do on television, but we get to inspire people. You know, you see these fitness, yeah. you know, toys or gadgets or whatever you want to call them. I don't put them down. I think that anything that you put your name on or I put my name on means something, and it's really out there to find an alternative because people know the gym exists. They just don't go to it. And I love the idea of fitness equipment in your home. And you've focused a lot of your attention in that world. I have uh, over the last, uh, I don't know, five to ten years, I would guess. I was asked by Suzanne Summers years ago to uh, to be involved in an in a ab product called Torso Track, and that kind of started the whole thing for me. But like you said, it, it's about inspiring others to do something healthy in life, and there's purpose in that. So I, I felt really good about that. And then as, as I got more and more exposed to the world of infomercials and home shopping and all that type of stuff, uh, I realized that my entrepreneurial spirit could get kicked in because that's really, as a gymnast, even though everybody thinks, oh, you were an athlete, yeah, that has nothing to do with, with business or being an entrepreneur. Quite the contrary. I think that uh, one of the main things that motivated me in gymnastics was the creativity of the sport and the innovation of the sport and to do something new and different and exciting to inspire others. And, mm-hmm. and one of the... Uh, one of the things I'm most proud of, um, outside of you know the medals, is the fact that I have two skills named after me in the sport, and that's like that's history, you know, that's going to be there forever. So that's really cool to me. But um, getting back to the fit stuff right now and products and selling those, it's all about you know creativity and, and creating something that you dream up and say, okay, this could be really cool to inspire people to get into shape. And so that's what I've done with a couple of new products. I have a an ab product that we just went on Home Shopping Network with called the Ab Hula Pro. And then I have a back product, uh, a back relief product in the inversion table category. It's kind of miniature inversion table. So these are things that I created and went through the whole manufacturing process and then the production process of shooting some short form uh, commercials and then selling it. So it's a, it's a, it's a well-rounded business, that's for sure. Well, well, also, I'm sorry, back up for a second. You created something called the Ab Hula Pro. Hula Hoop? Hula yeah. Dancing? Oh, all right. So if you don't it, know what this is, because I know we're going to head into a break in just a minute. I just had a chance to catch it. If you go to hsn.com and type in Ab Hula, you'll not only get to yeah. see the product, which is a very innovative product. I have to say it combines a lot of disciplines in one, and it was fun to watch you. But you can also click on the video, and you can actually see Mitch See how good he looks to this day. I got to tell you, you kept you look like a boy. You look like you're in your early 30s, dude. It's pretty wild. So whatever you're doing, oh, it's working. And my wife keeps me young. 
<laughs> well, so I think having two kids does. I also think hearing you talk, and I know that you've been in my life, you just have a joyous spirit. And we talk about a passion for something, but you have a passion for life. And I, I share that with you. I, it's one reason we're doing a show here, because I think I want to inspire everyone who hears us to get up every day and find something they love. And if you don't find something you personally love, my advice, go help somebody else. Because that's some of the greatest joy that I've gotten. And in this case, you're helping your children, you're helping a parent, you're helping people who can't find their way in life. But that's really a reason to get up every day, isn't it, Charlie? Absolutely. And I think, Mitch, that's one point you drove home was if you're not passionate, then get off your butt and find something that excites you every day. And if your kids aren't passionate, you know, find something that they can do. And that might take trying different things and uh, until something locks in. But continuously evolving. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles, so your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right. This incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085 and just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie. We're talking to Olympic gold medalist Mitch Gaylord, and we're focusing at the moment on that transition in life. You know, whether you've won a medal in your in your life or you've achieved something and now you're on to that next phase because I think everyone has phase two and phase three. I think if they're lucky, they do that whole thing about reinventing yourself. I can remember in my early days, I was a dancer and even though I was a little heavy for being a dancer, I did pretty well. And then at some point you get too old and then I moved into acting and that how morphed into hosting and somehow hosting morphed into selling products on television. And it, and then I became a mom you go, wow, you did all of that. That is part of everyone's life, and I think that's the joy. I, I talk to people all the time who get stuck in that one thing, who work for that one company, put in their 30, 40 years, and what's happened lately is those people are getting fired, and they're left sitting there what with now? nothing to do. What now? And it's very sad. So Mitch, one of the things that you've morphed into is infomercials, is creating fitness products that you're selling on television, which I think is one of the coolest things to do. So you've got a program out right now. Talk to me about Melt It Down. Well, it, um, Melt It Off. Okay. You were close. Melt It Down, Melt It Off. It's all the same thing. Basically, we're shedding pounds and getting into great shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been on the air for probably four years now. And uh, basically, I was you know, tired of being invited. Not tired, but <laughs> I don't want to seem ungrateful for what I've had in my past. But I was being asked a lot to represent other people's products. So I decided I would like to create my own and actually take people through the program, and those people became the testimonials for the infomercial. So I created a program called Melted Off Medicine Ball, and uh, took about 100 people over the last several years through a weight loss and fitness program. And talk about um, morphing into things. I, I was never a trainer in my past. I was always an athlete, as you know. So to get in front of a group of people and take them through a workout program was new for me. But I, I really enjoyed the experience. I especially enjoyed helping people uh, transform their lives, and I, and I watched what it did for them. And it was just, it, it was very gratifying. It really made me feel great about what I was doing and helping people. And uh, to this day, you know, many of those people that I trained continue to stay in touch with me, and they're they're keeping the weight weight off. And fitness became a part of their lives, and that just makes me feel really, really good. So there's a medicine ball involved. <laughs> This is scary. You're going to focus on on the well, part that you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things I could see myself getting rolled over. No, now, now. Yeah. But talk to me. Oh, what excellent. Did you find, what did you find were some of the this, the obstacles that people had that you really helped them overcome in terms of their weight loss transformation? Well, well, let's get back to the beginning of our conversation about what it takes to go to the Olympics. It's all mental, right? Okay. <laughs> it's all, all belief right. in yourself. It's all belief in yourself. And a lot of people lack that belief in themselves that they deserve to be at their optimum weight and in great shape. And a lot of times, you know, especially as we get older and as we have kids, you know, we put our needs aside uh, for the sake of the kids. And it's almost like uh, it becomes a justification or a rationalization that I don't need to be in shape because I'm helping, you know, the kids or, or, you know, those days are gone for me because now I'm older. But once you shift that and once you decide that you're entitled to be as healthy as you can be, that you're entitled to be physically fit and feel great about yourself, once you decide that you want that in your life, uh, the rest kind of falls into place. There's a lot of great programs out there that can deliver the results, 
But if that one key element is missing as far as you deciding that it's time for you to do that and that you deserve it, then uh, success is not, not too easy. I love that. You just hit on two things that I'm hoping everybody who heard you gets. And the first is that you need to decide. A decision is so important. And the second one, which is paramount, is that you deserve it. Simply just saying, yeah, I yeah. deserve to be fit and healthy and eat great food and think great thoughts. So many people I've talked to don't even get that they deserve that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, just because you decide doesn't mean it's automatically going to happen either. There still will be the, uh, the, the obstacles and the ups and downs and dealing with the, the inner voice that tells you, you know, halfway through the program, this is too hard and I can't do this. You know, self-doubt is one of the big things to overcome. And it helps if you are in a group. That definitely helps. You know, I noticed that. When you have a group support and people encouraging you as you go through the program, that helps a lot. And, and obviously, a lot of us aren't, aren't in a test group with 20 or 30 people going through a program, but you can easily call a friend and commit to each other that you're going to work out you know, three times a week you know, from six to seven, and that's your time. You know, people need to be creative out there, especially in this day and age when we have busy lives um, but you will encounter the inevitable, you know, inner voice that, that you know, starts telling you that, that, you know, the old patterns are coming back and all those things. And you have to overcome that. And as you do, you get stronger. And then you become, you replace that, those negative beliefs with new positive ones. And that's uh, super, super important. Well, I'm going to take you as my personal coach because we archive this show. So if you're feeling down after listening to this at some point and go, God, where did my motivation go? Just turn on and listen to Mitch's voice telling you that you deserve it. So speaking of that, Miss Charlie, you knew I was getting around to you, didn't you? Mitch, she's so mean to me. Do you know what she did? She what she do? made me go on this apple cider vinegar kick, which kind went well course. for four days. I was doing it. Wow. So then you know how – many women think, at least the ones I hang out with, which is if it's working, then double up. It'll work double faster and double better. So this morning, I'm pretty sure I gave myself a psychotic break because I doubled up on the apple cider vinegar. I did it raw, and I was walking around in circles after. Well, okay. We have to go back and help Mitch out. Our second guest on the show when we started was, uh, was Patricia Bragg, whose dad was uh, Jacqueline's mentor when it came to eating and really revolutionized the health kick way back in the early 40s. And they produced this product called apple cider vinegar, which so many people from Katy Perry to Clint Eastwood and Barbra Streisand all swear by. And it's a phenomenal cleanse. It gets your liver kick-started in the morning. And it, it's just a great product. And it's a good way to start your day. However, it kind of tastes like doing a shot of whiskey. It's a little hard to get down. But it does kick-start your metabolism. So, Charlie, let's be honest. How are you feeling? I was feeling great, actually. And then this morning, I was I thought I will doubly feel great. So I doubled up, Mitch. I doubled up. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 You know what that's called? That's called being too extreme. <laughs> remember we talked I, about remember we talked about balance yeah, yeah. that's that balance thing Every, that's why I don't know that I could do the balance ball the balance gets me but um, so I think I need some more tips because I've got to balance out I'm definitely not doubling up I'm going to go back to my single shot with a little bit of water I'm going to stick with it but I guarantee you if you double up on apple cider vinegar it's like hanging out with Jerry Garcia yeah, no, you don't need to do that. You know, actually, that brings up around an interesting point. Mitch, talk to us about the food in your house and in your life and maybe what you did when you were, you know, competing. What's your food regimen? Well, my food 
was much better the older I got because, you know, back in, in the early 80s, you know, when I was 18, 19, 20, <laughs> those, those years, uh, you could pretty much eat whatever you wanted when you're training four to six hours a day. You know, you're not going to put on any weight. But the, the truth is I wasn't very healthy, uh, but, I, you know, I looked like I was in great shape. But if I, if I knew then what I know now, obviously I would have eaten a lot um, healthier because I would have felt better and I would have uh, been able to recover quicker from, from workouts and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, now at this day and age, you know, I just try to eat healthy as much as I can. And, and you know, that's just a balanced diet and I don't do anything too extreme. And I, I, I try not to be um, the same type of athlete that I was in my 20s where I was so disciplined and worked out so many hours a day. I just like to... Uh, to keep it like a maintenance program, but keep it interesting. I have a lot of variety in my food, and I also have a lot of variety in my workouts, and I think that's the key for me. Otherwise, I get really bored. <laughs> so You know, there's another product that Mitch is involved in that I think is very important and goes unrecognized very often. We complain about our backs. We sit in chairs all the time. But back strain yeah. and stress. My, uh, Mitch, you actually spent a lot of your life upside down, so who better than you to talk about this? <laughs> yes, and I also... <laughs> As a result of all those landings in my gymnastics uh, career, I, I do have um, arthritis in my lower back, and there's really nothing. I've gone to doctors and chiropractors and everything else, and you know, there's just really nothing that I can do um, permanently to take that away. So uh, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with my own product, and I do like inversion therapy, but I knew a lot of people. Um, don't a lot of people don't like hanging completely upside down from their ankles, so I decided to do a little modified version of that, and it's a mini inversion table. It does the same thing. It totally releases pressure on the discs and, and, and it creates that inversion therapy. And uh, I started marketing it recently, and you can check it out on it's MG for Mitch Gaylord, uh, backontrack.com. So mgbackontrack.com, and you can see what I've got going there. But I'm really, really proud of it. It really, really works. I have some uh, gym buddies of mine that I've known for 20 and 30 years that still have back issues as well, and they swear by this. They absolutely love it, and they just go on for three to five minutes a day. And it really, it really, if anything, it's just going to relax you and you know make you feel really, really good. So, and that was mgbackontrack.com. Um, and for yes. listeners who are driving or listening or doing uh, multiple things while listening to us, we will go ahead and post that on. Um, the, the Good Life uh, Facebook page. So make sure you go on Facebook. You can see pictures of Mitch videos, um, and we'll certainly put a link to the back product because that's such a huge problem for so many people. So now Mitch has got us really couple, come, going, coming and going. We're good between the back and the ab hula. We can see you regularly, hopefully on HSN. And yes. I have to tell you, you you know you're definitely a gold medal winner, winner here because you've what you've done. We don't hear a lot of men, you know, in this industry who really understand I love the dad aspect I love you just very balanced you're not an extremist and for me as I get older that resonated everything that 